Hi there, and thanks for joining us, listeners and viewers. So here's a question. Have you ever thought about or lived a life of directness, intention, and results? Well, today's guest is someone who is direct, focused, no-nonsense, and someone who wants to solve problems before they even present themselves with her approach to life and business. So get ready. The Business of Life Masterclass episode is all about getting stuff done and keeping things moving forward for yourself and others. So hello again, everyone. Debbie Lundberg, Performance Coach with Presenting Powerfully. Forbes Ann here, media sales leader and founder of the Lifestyle brand and blog, The Stay at Work Mom. Debbie, what a cool combination of topics. It's, it's super interesting. They're somewhat similar, but they're very different as well. So I am sure that our listeners are curious. I'm curious, who is our guest today, please? Oh, of course, Barb, I'm happy to share that. So she is the second generation steward of her family business. She is admittedly obsessed with her King Charles Cavalier, whose name is Dallas. She, like us, has a pet peeve of when people tell anybody that they're too busy, and you know that that is one of our pet peeves. She knows and lives the motto, we make time for what we want to do. And guess what? Something that we don't always hear. She could eat Brussels sprouts with every meal <laughs> if we're available at every meal. And if you get to see her, she looks, acts, and is the role of CEO as, at Thomas Financial. As a daughter, mother, loyal friend, and wife, she manages it all while staying fit. So please welcome Lauren Compton. Thank you, Debbie. Thank you, Barb. I'm I'm delighted to be here, and I'm really excited to get into your questions today. Well, we are excited to have you. I also will join you on those Brussels sprouts, but so welcome. We asked you on today because you are an expert in leadership and productivity, and the reason that is so important to our listeners is we could all benefit from the no-nonsense way that you live your life. So Lauren, anything you would like to say specifically about our show? I know that you tuned into our podcast, you've been on podcasts. What made you specifically want to be on ours today? Well, thank you, Barb. I really love this podcast because I love hearing what your guests have to say about their morning routine. I know that's probably the number one thing that people say, but success does not happen overnight. It does not happen by accident. And I love learning how your guests set themselves up for success each day. And, and really, they are doing the same thing every single day. It's not like they woke up one day and said, oh, I think I'll go running. I mean, it's a habit. Yes. Uh, thank you for noticing that. And it's one of my favorite parts as well. Thank you for sharing your insights to get us set up for success today. But before Debbie does get into our podcast four, which is our four questions, one, what's one thing that you're super excited about like right now on how you're living your life? Well, I was thinking about this last night and my sister-in-law came over and her name is also Lauren Compton. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to share that this is exciting in my life. So Lauren and I married wonderful, amazing brothers. We have the same name. And what's interesting about this is we live about five minutes apart from each other and have at least 10 mutual clients. So people mix us up all the time. In fact, her mom called me yesterday thinking she was calling the other Lauren. So I have no doubt someone will tell her, I heard you on a podcast. Oh, that'll be funny. <laughs> that would be really funny. And after this, Lauren, you may tell us that you think it would be good for us to interview her because I've gotten a She's chance to special. meet her. Mm -hmm, she She's is. pretty special. She is. And you, you beam when you talk about that. So it's really fun. 
it's I can't wait to see how many people tell her that they heard her on the show. <laughs> All right. So Lauren, I don't even know if asking this is even necessary because I feel confident you already at the same time. We are moving on to the Business of Life Masterclass Podcast 4. Barb mentioned those, and you know, these are the four questions. We are really appreciative that every guest answers. So are you ready? I am. All right. So it's your favorite question. What time do you get up in the morning, and what is your morning routine to get your day started right? Yay. I'm, I'm excited to answer this. So I get up at 545, Monday through Friday. I sleep in on the weekends, but... 5.45, my alarm goes off. And while my eyes are still closed, I give a gratitude to the universe. And I say, there are so many good things in my life. And I put my workout clothes on. I make my bed. I let Miss Dallas out and I feed her. And I'm really not a morning person, but when my house is dark and quiet, I really love it. So as soon as Miss Dallas is done with her breakfast, she comes and sits on my lap while I drink coffee. And I go through about you know, the 400 emails that mysteriously landed in my inbox since I left work the day before. I am very intentional about not checking my email after I leave the office in the day. Um, so once I do that in the morning, I delete, I delegate. So by the time I get to my desk, I'm ready to rock and roll. I have a few trade emails that I read every morning. I read my daily lumbergism and I read the daily skim. I check my calendar for the day. If I need a little bit of guidance or inspiration, I read a few pages from a book I keep next to my couch called The Lincoln on Leadership. I work out at seven. After that, I check in with my teenagers to see what they have on tap for the evening. And by the time I get to my desk, I feel energized. I feel ready for the day. Wow. Oh, well, even though I know you, Lauren, I learned a few insights. I knew about Miss Dallas because then she would work her way into this. this the wonder weekend. dog. The She's snoring, dog. currently snoring next to me right now, yes. Well, we can't hear, even if we do, we know it'll be lovely it's, because yeah. it's Dallas. <laughs> so, so really interesting to think about. Now, I did know, and in, in reinforcing this to our, to our listeners too, you're listening to a CEO say it's okay to not check your emails after you leave the office. It's all right, and that there can be structure around the fact that People know and they get used to it. Like I know that about Lauren. If I send something, we had a conversation as we were getting started with this. And I know to say you may or may not have seen it because when you set those type of boundaries, it really does teach people how to treat you. So thanks for that. Now, number two, what is something other than that 5.45 a.m. morning routine when it's dark in the house with you in Dallas that you believe if other people were to implement, it would set them up for an additional level of success? Well, this extra oomph, this extra level of success is really a kindness to our future selves, and that is systematic saving. And whether it's directing some money from your paycheck to your savings account, your emergency account, your kid's college fund, it's really, really important to make sure that it is on a routine basis. It's not something you're going to get to later. If you can max out your 401k plan, great. If not, at least put in enough to get your company's match. That is free money. So your future self who will use that money will thank you. Yes. And the kindness to your future self. And in four years of our podcast, and Barb will correct me if I'm wrong, because she she keeps really good tabs on all of this, which I appreciate. I don't think anyone has ever given that advice. That invest in yourself now, 
do the most with that because your future self will appreciate it. So, and Barb's giving me the the nod that no one else has said that. So yeah. you heard it here first, everybody. All right. Number three, who or what has been the biggest influence on your life, Lauren, the success you've created and your continued focus on making your life all it is. And really importantly, what have you done with that influence? My mom, which I'm sure is no surprise to you, Debbie, because you know her very well. My mom, Sandy Thomas, is the biggest influence on my life and and my success. And she is an incredibly beautiful woman inside and out. And a lot of things that she taught me were the power of positive thinking. So when I was a little girl, she would play tapes for me when I went to sleep by a guy named Bob Moad. And he would talk about stinking thinking and how to get out of a rut. And those ideas would just swirl through my head as a little girl sleeping. And that was so smart. I mean, positive thinking wasn't even a thing 35 years ago, really. Um, She also taught me gratitude and to be thankful for my many blessings. So she would, and she still gives thanks all the time. And she'll say things when I'm with her, like, I'm so happy for our safe car. I'm so happy for our sturdy house. I mean, she, she thanks the, the world around her and she's so appreciative. Another thing she taught me was generosity. She taught me to give of my time and resources and give back to the community. And both my parents were very involved in the University of Tampa, and that's where they met. And that influenced me to be involved in our community. Another really, really important thing that influenced me in my life is she taught me kindness towards others. And she has an incredible heart, and I think my daughter inherited it from her. And I can think of so many times growing up when she would save an animal on the side of the road because it was lost or sick or hit. It didn't matter if it was a turtle, a cat. She probably would have stuck a horse in her station wagon. She could never leave it to suffer. And she also always helped women who were down on their luck. And I remember one time she bought a a lady a train ticket so that she could escape a bad relationship. And another time that she bought a lady a bike so that she could get to work. And, And these women's were strangers These women were strangers, but my mom wanted to help them because the most important thing my mom taught me with kindness was that it is not my job to judge others' human experiences. You treat people with dignity, you treat them with respect. And she really gave a voice to the voiceless. And that had a strong influence on the organizations that I support as a grown-up, such as the Spring, Metropolitan Ministries, United Way, and ASPCA. What a wonderful tribute to your mom. And Sandy Thomas, you're right. I I, she's, she's got a tremendous spirit as well. And she is a lifelong learner. I mean, I sent her an idea of a book the other day that I think she's already read it now. And, and that is inspirational. So what a, what a gift. So, so many things that she gave you and that you continue to, to carry it forward with your family too. All right. So while our series and ultimately the business of life master classes are all about the positive and and moving forward in life. From your perspective, Lauren, what is something that if people would stop doing it, you believe would it in fact move them ahead in their lives? Debbie, this is something that you touched on a little when you were introducing me, but I think something that holds people back is when they say they don't have enough time. And there's a quote from a book my mom gave me when I was a little girl, and it has stuck with me for over 35 years. And it says, don't say you don't have enough time. You have exactly the same number of hours per day that were given to Helen Keller, 
Pasteur, Michelangelo, Mother Teresa, Leonardo da Vinci, Thomas Jefferson, and Albert Einstein. And when we think about that and we realize how much these people were able to accomplish, it gives us a little bit of perspective. So we know we make time for what we want to do. We prioritize. And if you're prioritizing going down a rabbit hole on TikTok rather than going on a walk with your spouse, that's your choice. The excuse is not, I didn't have enough time to go on a walk. It's, I made a different choice. Wouldn't wouldn't everybody, almost everybody, be so much more empowered and grounded if they would use that language? Mm-hmm. I made a choice to do this instead of that. It's, I mean, you're just singing right into my heart and soul when you say those things. <laughs> I got goosebumps when you talked about that quotation because you listed so many people who had done things that have continued to impact our lives. So. Really, how dare we think there's not enough time? Because you're right. Nobody right. gets a time lottery and has 26 hours. And we <laughs> right. 22. Right. So, and even like you said, you're not necessarily a morning person. And yet you discipline yourself to get up at 545 so that you can be positioned for the day. And then when you're at home, you're at home. So there's right. also that the choice to be present. Exactly. And I and one thing I noticed when my kids were smaller and I was checking my emails after work, it was bringing a level of stress into my interactions with my family that I didn't need. Those those things that were in my mind, maybe urgent or important, actually were not. And they could wait until the next day. So I, I, I really do think we, at the end of the day, we make a choice. Wow. That was super inspirational and also productive. I also got the chills when you were talking about your mom helping out with the train ticket, such moving, moving stories. I also heard it's okay not to be a morning person. (laughs) We can choose how we spend our mornings and what time we get up. But I do have pages of pages of notes. I'm going to move my daily lumberism to the morning to listen to, because typically I listen to that in the afternoon. So I love that tip. Lincoln on leadership and Bob. Is it Mo Mohad? I think it's spelled his his name is spelled M O W A U D possibly. If no, you type I, in M O W A D, it will come up. I but, will look that up and I'll put that in our show notes. So okay. that is I absolutely want to look into. And then the invest in ourselves. We have not heard that. And so I do many things. I do not make it a priority. And I am going to look at a few different things to tie that in. Loved everything that you had to say, Debbie, your list might look a little bit different, but are you uh, willing to get started on some of these with me? And we can, you know, talk in five to 10 days about how we did with everything that Lauren brought up. Absolutely. A couple of things that were different for me is that time. And and I know we're, we're smiling and talking about Dallas. It's also that, that extra time with Daisy that reminded me to to do that because I can do that in the morning and spend a, a minute even before I leave with her. Now she's usually asleep and gets up with Michael. So we'll see if she's even interested. I love that idea. And if not, then I'll do it when I get back. And Lincoln on Leadership, it has been so long since I read that book that yes, I want to reread that. And I am a firm believer on that invest in yourself. And I'll tell a really short story that Lauren inspired me to remember is I started that when I was at General Motors and I was there for 14 years before starting my practice. And because of having that, 
when I did a retirement from there at the age of 34, it really set me up to be able to see my business and not be in a position to, to have to take out loans or to be strapped. And so it's just wonderful, Lauren, that you shared that because that reminder that yesterday was a great day to save tomorrow's not the best today is, you know, it's like, we can't go back. Let's go forward with it. So I'm in Barb. All right. And just one more thing. When you talked about the dogs in the morning, dark and quiet. So I tend, the first thing I do is I open up all my blinds, even though it's not super sunny yet. So I'm going to embrace the dark and quiet. So Lauren, man, I wish this could go on all day because I've loved every moment. And I know that our listeners would love more time too. So what is that one final thought, maybe a closing statement, something that our listeners didn't know before they got to listen to our podcast and meet you today? Well, I am a Bucks fan. And I'm looking forward to Monday Night Football. By the time your listeners hear this, we will know who won Monday Night Football. But I got to say, Bucks, go beat the birds. I'm excited. Love that. Yeah. So thanks again, Lauren. I mean, you give us all of these and then we're going to still cheer, like you said, right there in the community. So that's terrific. Thank you. So listeners, know that you can stay connected. You can cheer for the Bucks too. I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll welcome anybody cheering for the Bucks. You can stay connected with Lauren Compton on all social media under her name. Now, we know that you might find her sister-in-law as well. So Lauren Thomas Compton. And as I, as Lauren shared, her sister-in-law has that same name. So check the photo to make sure. You can certainly check in at thomasfinancial.com too and follow Thomas Financial on LinkedIn for updates as well. So similarly, you can follow Barb and me on Instagram at the Business of Life Masterclass. Barb's the stay-at-work mom and I'm Debbie Lundberg most places. So you, if you liked all of this directness and this intentional action and overall what you heard, please rate the show and this episode five stars because we are committed to bringing you five-star guests and inspiration like Lauren has been for us today. So stay tuned for our follow-through show in five to 15 days about how Debbie and I did implementing Lauren's ideas. And thank you for joining us for this episode of the Business of Life Masterclass, the podcast for successful people embracing every chance to accomplish and experience all you can in business and in life. Listen, choose, do. Thank you, Lauren. Thank you, listeners. Thank you. Thank you.